Are you ready? Coming to you from Tamid Group's headquarters in Washington, D.C., building the future alongside the startup nation, the only podcast for the Tamid community. This is Tamidcast. Hey, Tamid Nixon, welcome to this first ever episode of Tamidcast, the only episode as it stands. We are fired up about this podcast because it's a great chance to hear from leaders of the Tamid community and learn from one another. I'm Nathan Gilson, Tamid's assistant director, and I'll be hosting this thing. The format that we're going to be trying out is to have each episode address one big question about Tamid. We'll bring on a special guest to answer the question, and in doing so, share best practices with the entire Tamid community. This week, we'll start with a question that we made up. It's about how chapters can add value beyond the standard Tamid program. But of course, we don't want to just make up questions to answer in each episode. The reason we're doing this podcast is that we believe so strongly in achieving Tamid's two missions. One, to have the best extracurricular business program, and two, to connect our members to Israel, the startup nation. And we want this podcast to be a resource for you to achieve that mission, so we need to be answering the questions that matter to you. So please send questions to my email address, nathan at tamidgroup.org, and we'll do our best to feature your questions on future episodes. And please send feedback my way, too. This is a new initiative. Like any new initiative, the most important way for us to improve is getting your feedback. So if you have ideas or if there's anything you think we could be doing better, please let let me know. With that, let's get started. I'm really excited about our first ever guest. She was first active in our Columbia chapter. Then she was Tamid's vice chair. Now she's serving as chairwoman of Tamid's Council of Presidents. Please welcome to the show, Tiana Pigeon. How are you doing, Tiana? Hey, Nate. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm doing great. Um, I'm really excited to be piloting our first podcast series, and I'm looking forward to see where this new initiative will go. <laughs> me too. I think this is going to be huge. Before we ask the big question, I just want to get a little bit of background for those who don't know you. Could you just walk us through briefly the story of how you first got involved in Tamid and how you ended up becoming a leader? Yeah, sure. So uh, I first came uh, became involved with Tamid during the first semester of my freshman year. Uh, I had known about the program through friends that I had at Berkeley and Michigan, which were some of our earlier Tamid chapters, and I wanted to bring the program here to Columbia and Barnard. Um, and so I ended up founding the chapter here with uh, three other student leaders, um, and I served as the president. And soon after that, I took on the role as the national vice chair and planned our uh, first sort of large-scale national conference back in 2014. Um, and from there, I really loved the work that I was doing, working with our chapters um, at the national level. And so I ran for the chairman position, and now here I am. Awesome. Founder of the Columbia chapter, first Timmy National Conference. It's a lot of firsts for you, Tiana. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been quite a ride. <laughs> you know, when students are at the National Conference years from now, or when students are at the Columbia chapter years from now, they'll have your hard work, along with the hard work of others, but your hard work too, to, to thank for that. So that's an amazing accomplishment to have under your belt. Um, we obviously work together every day, Tiana, but for the audience who might not know as much about your role, What's involved in your job as chairwoman of the Council of Presidents? So my main job is to be supporting our chapters um, with all of their operations and to serve as the liaison between um, our national leadership and all of our chapter presidents. Um, and I also manage a board of six regional directors that work to build our TEMI network in a regional setting, which I believe is vital as we continue to grow our member base. And usually my day-to-day -day job consists of answering a lot of phone calls and emails and talking with our uh, chapter presidents and regional directors, and really working to make sure that our campuses have the resources they need to be the strongest chapters possible. Man, and you're taking a full course load. I am. <laughs> and do you ever get any sleep? 
Ah, sometimes here and there. <laughs> <laughs> that is an enormous amount of responsibility that you have on your shoulders, and we're, we're glad that you're the one who's got it. So let's get to this episode's big question. Here it is. Any tummy member could tell you about the main four components of a tummy chapter. One, our awesome education program. Two, for future Wall Street Titans, the fund. Three, student-led consulting projects. And of course, the fellowship, our internship program in Israel. But beyond those four core programs, what else can Tummy Chapters be doing to add value for members? So that's a great question. Um, Definitely one of the most important things that chapters uh, can be doing to have a successful chapter is to enhance uh, sort of the Tummy core program beyond um, that basic structure. Um, So really what that means is focusing on social programming or professional development programming that can enhance the quote-unquote culture of a chapter. Um, And each campus will have different preferences about what these events will look like, um, but ultimately it enhances the relationships and experiences of each of the members at that chapter. Yeah, I think you're right on, Ziana. I mean, beyond, of course, the program that we put together, just for a chapter to have... The, the word you used, a culture to it, and to have added benefits to it is so important. Do you have any examples that you can share of, of what you're talking about? Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually have a handful of examples that come to mind, um, so I'm happy to share all of them. So first would be uh, like a chapter retreat. Um, some of our campuses have taken either the whole executive board or all of their members out for a day or an overnight trip. That has been a really great way to um, build relationships with some of the different members um, and to really form a bond and feel comfortable with the people that you're working with. Um, Usually campuses do this at the beginning of the semester, so it's also a great way to plan ahead for the semester to come. Um, Another type of event that has been really successful has been a career fair, and so we've had Columbia and the GW chapter put on career fairs, which have been a really great networking opportunity for not only Tamid members to network with Israeli companies, but also for the larger um, community at those respective campuses. Um, So it's a great way to get Tamid's name out there, to associate Tamid with the professional development opportunities that it offers, and it can be open to also other campuses, uh, other Tamid campuses in the area as well. So the Columbia Career Fair um, also brought in Tamid students from NYU and from Baruch College and uh, Yeshiva University. So that was really exciting. Awesome. Another great type of event would be a networking event. So recently, our UPenn chapter took its members to the Warden Israel Conference, which was uh, the Warden School's premier Israel event. Another campus, uh, our UC Berkeley chapter, took its members to the UpWest Labs Accelerator in Palo Alto. And so both of these were really great ways to get their members connected to professionals outside of uh, their campus communities. Another type of great event that our USC and UCLA chapters held was an event called Consult LA, which was an all-day consulting case competition open to all students, and it had a corporate sponsor, which was an Israeli company, Wix. Um, And so that was also an awesome way to get Tamid's name out there and to involve the greater uh, university communities um, in Israeli business. Queens College had a really cool event, um, which was a Shark Tank Invitational, um, where they had a panel of um, venture capitalists sort of judging students coming to pitch their new business ideas. Um, That was a huge success. Even something more, you know, smaller scale, like um, a volunteering event. Uh, In the past, our University of uh, Michigan chapter... Go Blue, sorry. Go Blue um, has uh, promoted corporate social responsibility through like a communal volunteer day with all their Tamid members. Um, And even something, you know, really casual, like like a new member dinner 
or going out to lunch with your consulting team or even going to a university sporting game together like our uh, University of Maryland chapter. All of these are really great ways to enhance the experience of, uh, of your members. Um, and I really think that regardless of the scale of the event or, or the formality of it, um, that any event like this that will cause members to interact with each other, uh, to create experiences together, and to really build relationships um, is incredibly important for any team. Um, I've seen it at our campuses to enrich their programs um, in these varying ways, and it really has tremendous payoffs to um, the value that each member will gain, but also to what they'll contribute back in the future and for their you know, motivation to be leaders in the future, um, and also for the types of members that um, Tamid will attract in the future so that each chapter can sort of have a sustainable model um, and a really valuable experience for, for all of their students. That's so helpful, Tiana. And I'm really glad you named the names of the schools because now that someone listening knows that GW put on an awesome career fair, anyone in the Tamid Network can call GW's leadership and ask about it and learn from the successes that GW had and then some of the, the challenges that GW faced in, in, uh, in putting that together. And I think that's true across the board. So thank you so much, Tiana. That was a great answer to the first ever big question on Tamidcast, and you just made history as Tamidcast's first ever guest. If this podcast is, is successful, that'll be an amazing thing to have to have been the first guest on, on a show that who knows, it could be on the iTunes top 10 list, but could be this Tamid podcast. Ira Glass, watch out. Sarah Koenig, watch out. Mark Marin, watch out. Tamidcast is coming for you. How's it feel to be our first ever guest, Tiana? <laughs> uh, it feels great. Um, it's definitely really exciting to be part of this new project, and I'm really looking forward to see which, um, which of our student leaders will be the next guest on the show. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. It was a pleasure having you on. And before we finish, I just want to ask once again to everyone listening, please submit your big question to be discussed on the next podcast episodes at Nathan at Tamidgroup.org. That's my email address. You can ask anonymously. You can ask publicly. It's up to you. We just want to be tackling the issues that are most important to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for Tamidcast, send it my way, Nathan at Tamidgroup.org. That's all for now. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Tamidcast. We'll catch you next time.